Welcome to Real Truth Real Quick. My name is Adam Tarno, joined as always by Todd Wagner. Hello, Adam. Hello, friends. Todd, question is this. What is the meaning of Jesus' teaching in John 13.10? And here's what John 13.10 says. It says, those who have had a bath need only to wash their feet. Their whole body is clean. You are clean, though not every one of you. All right, so there's so many keys in the midst of this. Um, when he tells Peter that you are clean, what he's saying to him right there is, listen, you already have been cleansed from your sin and from judgment yeah. uh, by your confidence and belief in me. And when he says, but not every one of you are clean, okay? Um, he's referring to Judas Iscariot, yeah. who Jesus knew from the beginning um, was a son of perdition. And so it was his way of declaring, guys, I'm about to be betrayed. I'm not going to be surprised. I think you guys are, and we know they were surprised because Jesus told them exactly who it was that was going to do it. And when he did it, they couldn't believe that that was the guy, yeah. right? So, But what he's saying here is, hey, Peter, I don't need to bathe you. So to set a little bit more context here is um, they are at this Passover meal, and mm -hmm. Jews in the first century, um, when they would take the Passover meal, they would do it reclining at a table, okay? And um, so your feet were pretty exposed, right, because everybody had sandals on, and so that your feet, as you laid next to the guy next to you, weren't a problem. There was always somebody that would wash the guest's feet. Now, in this particular context, there was nobody there to wash their feet, and so Jesus did something amazing. He took on the role of servant, yeah. and the disciples were shocked. Why is he the one washing each other's feet? Which is interesting. The disciples had just been arguing about which one of them was the greatest, <laughs> okay? Didn't even cross their minds that they should serve one another, and Jesus is teaching him a lesson about that. But he goes on, and he gets to these guys, and, he's, and, and Simon says, hey, you're not going to wash my feet. These other guys will let you, you know, wash their feet, but you're not going to wash mine. Um, Jesus says, hey, Simon, no, you're going to let me. You don't even know what I'm up to here. I'm about to teach all of you a lesson, including you. Yeah. But then Peter says, okay, if you're going to make me wash your feet, I'm going to show how spiritual I am. Wash all of me. Yeah. And Jesus says, goes, no, uh, we don't need to all take a bath. And, and Peter, you're clean enough, in effect, is what he's saying. Yeah. Now, now there's another little application here, okay? Uh, it's not just that Peter had been forgiven because of his trust in Christ and Judas hadn't been, which is what Jesus meant when he said, not all of you. But there, there's something about even when you're a believer uh, and you are cleansed from your sin, there are still sins, right, that we all commit. I mean, Adam, you and I have known Christ for a long time, yeah. and I, don't, I, I, I know every day yeah. there are moments when I quench the Spirit, I grieve the Spirit, um, and my relationship with Christ isn't damaged because that's secure. Go watch The Real Truth real quick. We did on Can I Lose My Salvation. Yeah. Right? Jesus says, I won't lose one. Never will I leave you or forsake you. But I forsake him and I break fellowship with him. Mm -hmm. And so I do have to um, confess and just say, hey, Lord, in that moment, I broke fellowship with you. I went my own way. If you will, as I walk through this world in the same way a first century Jew would dirty his feet and to walk in to have fellowship with others, he would cleanse his feet at the table. Yeah. I'm continually having to cleanse my heart uh, in my relationship with God and with others. I mean, when I when I mess up here in, in my relationship with you, I'll ask your forgiveness, yeah. right? We're still friends during those moments and seasons of my hard-heartedness, but I restore the, the relationship and the, and the fellowship, if you yeah. will, yeah. Uh, by my saying, hey, will you forgive me? And so what, what, what I think Jesus is saying here is, hey, as you make your way through the world, Peter, you're good. You're already cleansed. But there are things that need to be cleansed when we remember the intimacy that we're supposed to have. Yeah. And the scripture tells us if we confess our sins, right, he's faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. That is true 
once and for all. Our justification is a one-time act. Okay, our repentance that leads to salvation is a one-time act. But then there's a continual repentance, yeah. a continual cleansing I need that keeps the, the relationship and the fellowship, if you will, the intimacy where it should be. So a couple of things are going on here. First of all, Peter is learning about humble leadership from Jesus because yeah. Jesus says, do you understand what I've done for you? Just a little bit further down in John 13. He said, I, being King of kings and Lord of lords, just washed your feet. You guys... You need to be individuals that serve one another in this way. Yeah. That's when he says the famous words a little bit later, um, you got to learn to love each other as I have loved you, yeah. with a humble heart and making provision for one another. Secondly, he's saying, once you're at peace with me, you're forever at peace with me. But as you make your way through this world, right, your feet are still on earth, there's still time to have uh, some ongoing cleansing so that you can fellowship closely, if you will, at the table of fellowship with Jesus. Yeah. All right? And uh, and just because you hang around Jesus a lot, go to church, watch Real Truth real quick, it doesn't mean you're saved. Just like Judas Iscariot was around Jesus all the time. But he kept pushing Jesus into his own image of what he wanted Jesus to be, and he never trusted him as um, a lamb of God who would come and take away the sins of the world. He wanted him to be a zealot who overthrew Rome, and dealt with Caesar, not with the Caesar of sin, which was Judas's problem. So there you go. What, what Jesus is teaching right there is that we all need to be continually cleansed um, of our daily sins and transgressions to keep fellowship right, but not, not to continually be reborn unto salvation. There you go. I, I think I'll just say the last thing. Sometimes people who really genuinely had a faith in Christ, they think, but then walked away, they want to get rebaptized. Yep. I would say there's an application for you here. I don't think you need to get rebaptized unless you're convinced that what your baptism was earlier was a baptism of convenience yeah. uh, and that lack conviction, especially if it was an infant baptism where you didn't believe and watch the real truth real quick on that. So I think there's even some application here for those who folks who want to keep getting baptized or saved again and again and again. There you go, no, man. just repent, renew and refresh your relationship with Christ and have confidence in the cross. I like it. Great answer, Todd. Well, be sure to click on the show notes to see the other episodes that Todd referenced. Thank you so much for watching, and we'll talk to you again next week. Hey, friends, thanks for watching that episode of Real Truth Real Quick, where I try and give answers to life, leadership, and the world we live in. We love doing this because it's a great way to push forward biblical truth and equip the saints. Hey, do us a favor and subscribe to our channel, which you can do by hitting up YouTube or just hit the link in the show notes below.